It's 8 a.m. on Monday, March 23rd. Normally, 8 a.m. on a Monday morning, I am just getting to my desk at the library. Today is not like a normal Monday morning, though. Not for me, and probably not for you either. This morning, I'm sitting on my front stairs, listening to a little bit of rain, watching my dogs play in the yard, drinking my coffee, recording this podcast. I'm Molly, and this is Recollecting Chapel Hill, a message in a bottle edition. So I don't think I need to recap why I'm at home today or why you probably are at home. The whole world knows that we are uh, working together in our solitude to slow the spread of COVID-19. Whenever I'm confronted by something really, really big and overwhelming, I find a lot of comfort remembering a passage from one of my favorite books. This comes from Anne Lamott in her book, Bird by Bird. So after I've completely exhausted myself thinking about the people I most resent in the world and my more arresting financial problems, and of course the orthodontia, I remember to pick up the one-inch picture frame and to figure out a one-inch piece of my story to tell. One small scene, one memory, one exchange. I also remember a story that I know I've told elsewhere, but that over and over helps me to get a grip. 30 years ago, my older brother, who was 10 years old at the time, was trying to get a report on birds written that he'd had three months to write, which was due the next day. We were out at our family cabin in Bolinas, and he was at the kitchen table close to tears, surrounded by binder paper and pencils and unopened books on birds, immobilized by the hugeness of the task ahead. Then my father sat down beside him, put his arm around my brother's shoulder, and said, Bird by bird, buddy. Just take it, bird by bird. The rest of this short podcast will be messages recorded from my coworkers. But most of all, this episode is an invitation because we want to hear how it's going with you. Tell us your news. Tell us what's making you laugh. Sing us a song. Share a favorite family story or an amazing recipe. Read us a passage from a book you love. You can record your very own message in a bottle online at chapelhillhistory.org or by calling 919-960-1736. Both the link and that phone number are in our show notes as well. And we may play some or all of the messages we receive in an upcoming episode about this strange time in our shared history. We miss you. And we can't wait to hear your voice. Hi, it's um me, Mandela. I'm just calling to leave a tester message. Um, and also voice some frustrations that I have with this whole work from home thing. It seems to me 
me. Like, everyone else in the world is not actually working from home. <laughs> Instead, they're getting so much cool stuff done. They're like, oh, look at this bird that I painted. Or I remodeled my entire bathroom. That that one might be made up. Um, but, yeah, I am trying to remind myself that it's been really nice outside and it's okay to work on the porch. Um, so that's where I am right now. Um, we're sitting at the kitchen table doing our, our various kinds of work. Um, Logan, my housemate, is making us some Brussels sprouts, which, uh, apparently are going to be, um, in, in, uh, low supply, um, very soon as, um, Brussels will no longer be accessible to the world. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're enjoying ourselves. We're having a good time here in the house. Uh, not quite yet going crazy. Had a little bit of a a kerfuffle last night, but, um, we made it through. Um, we made no decisions, uh, about what, what we were thinking, but, um, it, it was a cool conversation. Lots of cool conversations being had. It's March 20th, 2020. This is Ryan Chamberlain, Digital Media Lab Coordinator at Chapel Hill Public Library. It's my first day of working remotely at home due to COVID-19. My first impression is that it's nice to be able to roll out of bed and work in my pajamas. The coffee's good and plentiful. The downside, of course, is the solitude. Yesterday morning, I helped produce a storytime live stream for the kids' uh, department and witnessed a great irony in their get-together song. The more we get together, the happier we'll be, and I look forward to being able to get together with everyone again soon. I live on an historic farmstead outside of Chapel Hill in Calvander, and I'm a farmer, a reasonably well-established bee farmer. I've got a small veggie garden, my very own victory garden for COVID-19. The farm was settled in the late 1700s. I'm proud I'll be able to continue its existence as a working farm. It's normally quiet, with the hum of old 86 in the distance. My loudest neighbors are a local peacock and a more distant donkey. As well as working remotely, there's plenty to keep me busy. I hope to be able to explore the history within the walls of my home. Names from the past, with birthdays and birth weights, are scrawled on the walls of what used to be the original barn or cookhouse. I'll have to figure out which. Those names are obscured mostly by a chalkboard added by the previous resident. I plan to take that chalkboard down and see where those names lead me. Hello, this is Sophia and And Kana and Klaus. And we're sitting on me and Klaus's porch at Swamp House. Um, Yeah, I've been working remotely for the past few days and lonely for library and friends. Um, But now we have to. Yes. Hello, this is David Felton speaking from home. Thinking about chocolate cake. Normally, in non-coronavirus times, uh, on a weekend... My girlfriend, Carrie, and I would go to Foster's Market 
not far from our home, and we would get a cup of coffee and a scone in the morning and enjoy that there. Maybe we would go whole hog and have a full breakfast and eat uh, huevos rancheros or have a grits bowl with some country sausage. But often we just get coffee and scone, make it a quick trip. But usually, if they have chocolate cake, Carrie gets a slice of chocolate cake for a treat later in the weekend. And Foster's makes really, really good cakes, and their cakes are really big, and their individual slices are really big. And Carrie can usually stretch a piece of chocolate cake from Foster's over at least a couple of days of a weekend. But since we can't go to Foster's these days, they, like many other food service places, are uh, shut down. I think they've got some limited services, but don't believe that includes access to their cakes. So it's the little things. Um, what shorts do clouds wear? I don't know. Thunderwear. <laughs> Did you say thunderwear? Yeah. Okay. I'm Matilda. I'm 12. I live in Pittsburgh. I have a brother. I shouldn't even bother saying his name. Um, well, I haven't left the house in seven days, or maybe, okay, it's either been a week, or a week and one day, so, it's different. I've FaceTime friends, and that kind of helps with not being as lonely. I wish that I could leave the house. Hey, this is Sophia, um, I'm calling from my car, me and my Gracie, me and my dog, Gracie are driving from Chicken Bridge, where we just met um, my friend to go to the NB in a river. Um, we, yeah, we basically drove from the same spot in Carborough to the same spot at the river, uh, which simultaneously felt like fuel inefficient and kind of community inefficient in that we can't sing in the car together. But also um, community efficient in that we're keeping each other safe. Um, yeah, the water was freezing and it smelled like fish. But and it took me 30 minutes to get into the water and swim. But it was really lovely. I was the only person or being to get into the water. Gracie and my friends refused to get in. Um, but it was still very lovely nonetheless. Um, yeah, thinking about how much I love. My community and the people around me and my dog, um, yeah, and people, um, yeah, I think that's it. I hope you're doing well. Be a part of Recollecting Chapel Hill. Leave us a voice message at chapelhillhistory.org or by calling 919-960-1736.